Welcome to Axios Pro Rata, where we take just 10 minutes to get you smarter on the collision of tech, business, and politics. Sponsored by TSX Broadway, I'm Dan Pramack. On today's show, a new idea to end the government shutdown, and the Super Bowl says no to pot ads. But first, chronicling the death of a unicorn. So four and a half years ago, I was working at Fortune Magazine when we published the first ever cover story on Elizabeth Holmes, a virtually unknown Silicon Valley entrepreneur who was promising to revolutionize healthcare by doing dozens of tests from just a single droplet of blood. It was holy grail sort of stuff among phlebotomists, and many of them were definitely unconvinced, but she had lots of money from deep-pocketed investors. She had gotten Walgreens to agree to set up mini clinics in many of its stores, and yeah, she convinced our editorial team that she had the goods. Now, other cover stories in other magazines followed, and Holmes, who had dropped out of Stanford to create Theranos, became a regular on the conference and charity gala circuits. But the real story of Theranos began unfolding later in different publication, the Wall Street Journal, via a series of stories that eventually uncovered it was essentially a fraud. Everything from fake tests to firing employees who questioned the efficacy of the equipment to literally putting patient health at risk. Last summer, Holmes and former Theranos president Sonny Balwani, who was secretly her boyfriend for a while, were both charged civilly by the SEC for fraud and then criminally by the U.S. Department of Justice. Both of them could be going to jail for a very long time, and Theranos, which was once valued at $9 billion by investors, is dead. In 20 seconds, we'll go deeper with Rebecca Jarvis of ABC News, who today is launching a six-part podcast series on Holmes called The Dropout. But first, this. TSX Broadway, Times Square's first full building brand platform, is driving the future of brick and mortar retail. Through digital customer engagement capabilities and unparalleled space flexibility, TSX Broadway will become a 75,000 square foot playground for the world's most ambitious brands to engage with their consumers on a more personal level. Learn more at tsxbroadway.com. We're joined now by Rebecca Jarvis of ABC News, who today is launching a six-part podcast series on Elizabeth Holmes called The Dropout. So Rebecca, the first and obvious question here is, why do a series about Elizabeth and Theranos? So one of the things that really caught my eye initially, what attracted me to this story initially, we were working on an investigation at ABC News. This is three or four years ago now, looking at healthcare costs, skyrocketing healthcare costs. And one of the things that came across my desk was a pitch about Theranos. And at that time, it was pitched to me as the antidote, the solution to rising healthcare costs. And one of the things that originally struck me about the story is as I started looking into it, I couldn't find independent experts, people who would corroborate independently that, A, this is something that would save you money, and B, it was something that worked. And that just piqued my interest initially. Then, overnight, Elizabeth became this superstar, somebody that was getting coverage every single week on every show, in every magazine, profiles, everything was so glowing. And I kept asking myself, what's, what's really happening here? And we continuously pursued the story over the last three years. And now we have this podcast, which I'm, I'm really excited about. I think there's a lot of new here. Anybody who has followed the story from the beginning, and I'm sure there are a lot of listeners who have, um, have hopefully read John Carreyrou's book, Bad Blood, which is a, a tremendous piece of work on the topic. We are now, w w some of the things that we have now that, that people I would imagine would really want to see is Elizabeth Holmes having to respond to these allegations. And what What's the sense you get? Because at least from reading Cariou's book, they seem to be pretty much in cahoots and they had different skills and different roles within the company. They both seem to be directing fraud in different ways. What's very, very clear from the deposition testimony is 
what was told to board members, to investors, in many cases, was absolutely not accurate. It's not just a matter of shades of gray. There were, for example, there's a, a very powerful piece of deposition testimony that people will hear uh, that talks about the claims that Elizabeth and Sonny Belwani were making to investors about the fact that this was technology that had been used on the battlefield. They made these claims, according to Walgreens, to the drugstore giant as well, that it had been used in medevac helicopters on in Afghanistan, in hospitals, in emergency rooms. She is asked point by point about those claims in the depositions and under oath. She says no. So I'm curious, where did you get the deposition from the SEC? Is this something that every one of us could have had and we were just too dumb to ask? Or how did you get the deposition? No, it took a source to get the information that we worked with over a long period of time to get that. This is not something that would have been readily available to the public over the years. In the deposition, does she sound contrite or regretful or anything like anything like that? Because obviously all her public statements were pretty defiant. Yes, there are certain, certainly a number of statements that she makes throughout where she says mistakes were made. And the defense, from speaking with Sonny Belwani's attorney, the defense here seems to be this idea that uh, this was a business failure, but not fraud, that mistakes were made, but that they weren't made intentionally, and this wasn't a fraud. I think one of the central questions, and this is something we ask uh, of both the attorney as well as a number of other characters throughout the story, is how much of this was a company talking about aspiration versus reality? And this is a topic that comes up a lot in Silicon Valley, this sort of fake it to you make it ethos. And one of the, the keys Steve Jobs here was famous is, for it, and she models herself after Exactly. Him. Absolutely. Such a good point. And yet the question here is the iPhone is not the same thing as a blood testing device. If your iPhone gets it right 90% of the time, so be it. If, you're, if a blood testing device tells you when we spoke with a patient, a woman who um, had breast cancer uh, and was in remission, we spoke with a patient who thought he was diabetic because of a Theranos test, pre-diabetic because of a Theranos test. If your medical device gets it wrong, the stakes are so much higher than if your iPhone misfunctions, malfunctions. And I think that's one of the, the big points in all of this. And it's it's one of the, the questions that I think a lot of people have to ask themselves about Silicon Valley in general. There are all of these different forms of technology that we rely on every day in our lives, but they don't fall into the same category. And this is something Kara Swisher, who's also in the documentary as well as the podcast, and talks about with me about this idea that not all technology is created equal. Self-driving cars, for example, are different than your earphones that Absolutely. you use to listen to your, you know, your phone. So there, there has to be at some point going forward that acknowledgement of that. And there have to be at least a standard that in these cases where the stakes are so much higher, that, that holds so much more weight. There has to be a standard that can't just be a, okay, well, you know, wish and pray and hope that it gets to where it needs to be. It has to be right day one. Rebecca Jarvis of ABC News, The Dropout. You can find it today on iTunes and all other sorts of podcast platforms. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Dan. My final two right after this. TSX Broadway, Times Square's first full building brand platform, is driving the future of brick and mortar retail. Through digital customer engagement capabilities and unparalleled space flexibility, 
TSX Broadway will become a 75,000 square foot playground for the world's most ambitious brands to engage with their consumers on a more personal level. Learn more at tsxbroadway.com. Now it's time for my final two. And first up, it is day 33 of the federal government shutdown with word now that the TSA is asking 250 employees to relocate from their home airports to understaffed airports because, you know, national security. Anyway, Axios' Jonathan Swan this morning reports that some in the White House, led by Jared Kushner, are circulating a new compromise plan, whereby Trump would get his wall funding, but Democrats would get a path to green cards for the 700,000 current DACA recipients. Now, there is some GOP Senate support and maybe some Democratic Senate support as well, but as Swan notes, this thing has extremely long odds. Not only are hardline Republicans likely to fall, particularly once they start getting pressure from folks like Ann Coulter and Sean Hannity, but Democrats still show zero interest in giving Trump a cent of wall funding. So like each of the past 33 days, no real end in sight. And finally, CBS has rejected a proposed Super Bowl ad for Acreage Holdings, a multi-state medical marijuana company whose board of directors includes former House Speaker John Boehner and former Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld. CBS isn't commenting, but Acreage, which is valued at over $2 billion, says the network said nay after seeing an outline for the ad, which it says would have been about advocating for patients. So maybe unfair for Acreage, but probably also not terribly surprising, given that the NFL still bans players who test positive for marijuana even if they live and work in states where it's legal. And we're done. Big thanks for listening. And to my producers, Adam Grassi and Tim Shovers, have a great national handwriting day. And we'll be back tomorrow with another Pro Rata podcast.